Video games have been around for many decades. We've played our fair share of video games, but can we narrow it down to our favorite gaming moments? Pour the coffee! For the mustache to you and welcome to episode five of mustaches and coffee where the topic goes nobody knows i'm isaac i'm ben glad to have all you mustache and coffee lovers with us it's great to see you ben how are you feeling today i'm doing fantastic even though it's snowing outside yes it is not fun even though we're in february we got dumped with snow here in ohio and uh, I'm with you. I'm not happy about it. But other than the snow, how you feeling? How getting good rest in? You feeling better than you have in the last few weeks? I know it's been kind of rough on you with the uh, work and such. Yeah, I don't know. Something about this week, it just felt like it would never end. <laughs> it's one of those weeks that was just very long. Probably because it's you know been kind of cold. But overall, just excited to get into... Uh, another podcast episode and uh discuss things that i'm excited about i'm with you yep it was a long week for me too i actually had monday off but it still felt like a long week so (laughs) i'm with with you i'm with you on that well before we jump into our main topic i'm excited like you are but let's let's catch up a little bit i'll ask you what's brewing in your life so i this week i uh, as you will see on our Instagram page at Mustaches and Coffee, uh, we have a new T-shirt that uh, I am currently uh, wearing. It's very, very comfortable. Nice. So uh, hopefully, eventually, we can uh, get some and have them as giveaways. But uh, really not too much going on. Um, like I said, uh, it was snowing outside. I saw a bunny out my window. And... Uh-huh. Uh, it uh, the funny thing is it has a ha- a place where it lives so it dumped a bunch of snow it kind of it came back it looked lost like where's my home so <laughs> other than that uh, yeah not too much going on what about you well that sounds pretty uh pretty much what I was seeing with animals outside too it looked <laughs> like they were very lost there was a lot of <laughs> snow dumped so I do feel for the animals right now it, it was a fake out spring but. Uh, yeah, for me, it, it's been pretty, pretty nice. Like I said, I had Monday off, so just kind of nice. caught up on some things. Uh, kind of goes along with our topic today. Uh, finally went ahead and it's been out for a few months, but the kids have been wanting it. We got uh, Super Mario Wonder, so I've been playing with the kids. Ooh, nice. Going through that. It's uh, As we talk about it in our topic, it's, to me like the next sequel to uh super mario world because okay you know mario games after that but they've kind of gone their own way this one kind of feels like this was a true sequel to it i'm still playing through it so you know i don't have a full scope on it but so far i'm enjoying it it's it's been a lot of fun it kind of takes you back to those good old days when (laughs) you're just a kid and just playing a game you don't have other 
stresses or worries going on. So especially being with my kids, you know, that's the only thing I'm worrying about in the moment. So, yeah. but uh, other than that, just, you know, again, we can't mention the snow enough. It's just kind of a shock to us because <laughs> it was like in the fifties this whole week. So that's why we're kind of common. It's just like, this came out of nowhere. It was literally like somebody just dumped snow on us. So I'm happy to be home and not out driving in it though. I feel for anyone that has to go through the snow today or through the weekend if it's still not cleared out so so let's go right ahead jump into our main topic more than likely you can think of a video game that you have fond memories of. There's been so many games throughout the years and each have their own personal charm. So today we're gonna talk about just a few of our favorite gaming moments. Doesn't exactly have to be a game, so to say. It can be just an experience that we had. So we'll go into talking about it in more detail. Ben, why don't you go ahead and kick things off? Okay, so this is actually the probably uh, the first video game I've ever played. I was trying to think back of, you know, experiences with my grandparents. My grandparents had a Nintendo uh, Entertainment System or mm. NES for short. Mm. So the earliest memory video game I remember playing as a kid with my grandma was Gyromite. I don't know if you remember that game. I've heard of it, but I've never played it. No. So basically, it's a there's a man who sleepwalks and there's <laughs> these key uh characters that kind of look like goombas from mario and the objective is to uh hit these buttons like a and b and these uh pillars like go up and down but if you get caught uh -huh. in between it squishes them <laughs> okay but he, had, he basically you have to get to the it's like a like a maze. You have to get to one side to the other without being attacked, and there's strategy to it. But there's really not too much to it. But that's like one of the first games I remember playing as a kid. Okay, that so it was more on your puzzle side of the yeah. games. Yeah. Okay, it, it's really sounded familiar. It's probably one I I've been a big fan of Nintendo, and it's starting to kind of come back to me a little bit. I didn't. It have like Rob the Robot. Isn't that the game that it used? I don't remember. If you didn't have it, I mean, I was just wondering yeah. if you had it because it seems like it wasn't necessary to have, but it was an accessory. And I yeah, think I, it was for that game. Maybe. Uh, I know. Are you talking about the, like the little life-size, not life-size, but the small yeah. robot? Yeah, yeah, like actual robot. Yeah, they never had that, so I don't think it was needed in there. Okay. But um yeah. <laughs> I could be remembering. Yeah, I could be remembering wrong, but I I thought it was that one. So you know, you see Rob and different uh, like Smash Brothers nowadays and stuff, but it was an actual robot. I think it was that game, but mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very familiar when you were mentioning it the more you're talking about it. And I was like, it sounds familiar, but I've never played that. So that's a cool memory to have with your grandma. Yeah, it, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, well, for me, I if we want to talk about first memory, we had a Nintendo as well. I remember 
some people having an Atari 2600. And it wasn't the first game I played, but I remember uh, going over to someone's house and they had the actual infamous now E.T. for Atari 2600. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have just a faint memory of it. I was probably two or three years old. I was not old at all, but it's one of those like fuzzy memories. And I remember they thought it was so cool. Like, oh, look, he moves across. And then years later, I hear how it pretty much crashed the video game mark. You know, it, it kind of... <laughs> Make consumers lose their trust in video games because they thought, oh, this is E.T. And here it was this horrible game. It, it, it's a sad story. It was actually developed by one guy who was kind of under the gun. He had this deadline because they wanted mm -hmm. to release it with the movie. So it's pretty interesting. You have to look it up. But uh, that's what I thought of if, as far as like my first memory of video games that comes to mind. Uh, I actually got to see it at somebody's house. It was pretty pretty interesting even back then i thought is that the one i think they consider it like the worst video game of all time where et falls yes. like in a, in a cave and you can't move <laughs> forward anymore that's it yep. <laughs> yeah you, you have to like his his head his neck extends like in the movie mm -hmm. and he slowly floats up out of this pit and you have to time it just right to get out of it and there's no instruction you know you're talking <laughs> Atari 2600, there wasn't tutorials. There wasn't the internet to look up walkthroughs. So you just had to figure it out. And it was just a frustrating game that didn't tell you what to do, where to go. And you had to like have really good reflexes to get, you know, to places. It, yeah. Yeah. It's regarded as one of the worst games ever. So <laughs> fortunately, that's one of my first early memories. <laughs> it's a good memory, but a bad memory. Yeah. As you could say. Yeah. So another another one I have, and it's funny because I still hear the sound effect like with SpongeBob. So mm. there's a scene when it opens and you have the waves of the SpongeBob. So growing up, I always thought of this. I had this connection or anytime I hear waves, I think of this game. So this game's called uh, Town and Country Surf Designs. It was for <laughs> the Nintendo in Entertainment System. Um, so it's a gorilla with a pink hat. And then there's a man, like a shirtless man. He's got like a wood mask on. You just surf. That's all you do. <laughs> but I don't know. It was like, I think it was probably like my second game I had. Uh, my parents actually found the Nintendo uh, at a yard sale nearby when I was a kid. And it had hmm. a bunch of games with it, Link and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but that I just remember that game in particular was like really fun, simple, mm. but uh, yeah, very it's good game. Interesting. That's that's <laughs> probably all that the Nintendo could process. I mean, there's so many good games on it, but to do a surfing game, I would imagine it would be hard to do much more than just surf on it compared <laughs> to what the processing power was later on. So that's interesting. I've never played that one either. I can't say. we uh, Going into my next moment, I can recall it would be the Nintendo as well. That was like our first system I remember us owning. And uh, we had, of course, Super Mario Brothers, the first one. And uh, we had the Duck Hunt combo with it. The mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, both of those together go hand in hand for me. We didn't just have one or the other. And overall, just the Nintendo, I would say I put that in as a as a memory because I was really young at the time. 
But we had that. We had a game called Paperboy. Oh, yes. You're on a bike and you, you try to throw the paper up to the houses and your aim has to be just right. Uh, all the while dodging different obstacles, different, you know, you go in the street, obviously cars. And uh, I think there's like mailboxes and or other things. I've, I'm going off a of fuzzy memory. It's been years since I've played it, but I remember playing that all the time. That was uh, one that I really enjoyed playing a lot. Yeah, that's a, a really good memory. I, I have another one that's also NES related. Um, <laughs> actually, I just picked it up recently and I haven't played it yet is a uh, Dr. Mario. Oh yeah. That's I, a good one. I have it out in my garage. I was going to play it, but again, it's Ohio, it's cold. My garage is cold. <laughs> um and then also golf. Do you remember the old golf yeah. NES? Yeah, that me had, and that, my grandpa used to play that all the time. That's cool. It was the one with Mario in it, correct? Yeah. Okay. I didn't think there was any other golf on Nintendo, but um that goes into uh memory. This will have kind of a story with it so again also on the nintendo we had a one bit one tv you know we had a tube tv that was back then uh mm-hmm. i want to say this was when i was like three or four years old it would have been like 1990 or something but i remember we had the tv set up in the living room but i was sick i don't know why i was sick like if i had some kind of flu but my parents let me sleep in their bed for some reason, I think it was just because I was so young. Mm-hmm. And my father actually brought the TV into their bedroom and he let me play the Nintendo. And he happened to go, we had a local IGA. That's where we went to grocery. It was like everything we needed. We were a small mm-hmm. town that we lived in. Anyway, he rented uh, Super Mario 2 and Techno Bowl. So, okay, yeah, I remember I whenever I think of those games, I think of being sick and (laughs) in my parents bedroom playing it because it was it was just like a cool we had one TV, but uh, they went to that much trouble for me for some reason. I I look back on it with good memories, though, of playing it, even though I was sick. Obviously, I wasn't (laughs) feeling great, but the memory is there of uh, playing those games. Whenever I see those games, that comes back to me. Yeah. So another that those are good memories but i hate that you were sick but yeah are you are you feeling better now after all these years yeah that was 30 plus years ago okay so you're feeling great (laughs) yeah yeah i'm I'm glad yeah so the next game system i had um the there's a quick story behind it so it was the uh playstation one it was the slim do you remember those Mm, yeah i still have it to this day my dad had a go-kart he bought at the time and he was going to fix it up. He's like, Hey, you could either buy a PlayStation, which at the time was like a hundred dollars, or I can fix up this go-kart and you can have this go-kart. Well, our neighbor kid had a PlayStation. I'm like, yes, PlayStation. So (laughs) I'm, we have, or the game that we played a lot is Tony Hawk pro skater too. Yeah. Every, yeah. every, everybody knows that game. Yeah. That just kind of defined that genre too, like sports. It wasn't just your simulation. It was kind of had arcadey more feel to it. Yeah. So it's a very iconic now, very well-known game, but yeah, that's one I, I played as well. It wasn't on a PlayStation one. I think it would have been 
I had the Game Boy Advance one of that, and then mm. it got re-released on a future system. It might have been even like GameCube or something. But uh, yeah, that's a good pick as well because there's a lot of that was a good soundtrack too, if I remember. It had some oh uh, yeah memorable songs on there. But uh, yeah, I will. I'll go out of the Nintendo age. I was kind of stuck in there, but there's a lot of good memories going back on the Nintendo. This is another one that has a story to it. We went to, when they were still around, the Toys R Us. My father took me and my brother to Toys R Us to get the Super Nintendo. We got it brand spanking new. And what was so cool about it is uh, my father said we could each pick one game out. So I remember... At the time, Ren and Stimpy was like the show we watched a lot of, and there was a Ren and Stimpy game. So that was my pick. I can't remember what my brother picked, but uh, my father went and got some, he got like a baseball game. He got a football. It was just called like NFL. You know, there wasn't Madden as far as I can remember. I think that was on Sega Genesis. They didn't have it on Super Nintendo, but he got that. He got for us, I remember him saying something about it being educational, but he got where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> yeah. So you had to learn a lot of geography and, and different things. I remember playing that too. There was a few other games he got, but I just thought it was the coolest thing. We bought this brand new and a bunch of games. It wasn't like we got one game and this is all you can play. We had a nice variety to start with it. And back then at Toys R Us, it was the cover of the games displayed, but you had to grab a tag off of the wall mm-hmm. and take it up front because everything was like in this back room, even though it was up front and that's where you would turn it in. So th- those are the memories I have is not necessarily, I, I play <laughs> those games, but the memory of actually getting them, it, it still sticks with me because that was back when Toys R Us was just the place to go to. So it was kind of a, a treat just to go and experience that with, with my father and my brother. I still have good memories of that. I think my neck is still stiff from looking up on those TVs when you would play. Yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. The kiosk. Little demos. Yeah. Yeah. I miss those. They don't really, they have demos, but they just, I don't know. They don't have the charm. No, and that they could don't. be nostalgia talking, but they just, it's like, here's a TV, here's a control. It's like the kiosk that you're talking about. It had its own theme going on like nintendo had its own and sega and so on and so forth yeah yeah i think those are actually highly collectible i've seen people actually Mm -hmm. purchase those have oh yeah displays and stuff so uh another one i have i actually still have this game it's scratched up like crazy after 30 plus years (laughs) so uh it featured it was a baseball game uh called triple play baseball oh yeah um playstation uh one Uh, Me and my dad would spend hours playing this. And there is a level that's hilarious. It's Home Run Derby. So you're in a living room. Uh, Yeah, you're nodding. You probably remember Mm -hmm. this. So there is a seagull in a (laughs) birdcage randomly. (laughs) If you hit the seagull, it goes, ah! And then the announcer goes, who put a seagull in a (laughs) birdcage? But you'd have to break all the targets and stuff. But we would play that for years and i still want to take it over my dad's house and hook it up and play it again i mean great memories yeah i can faintly remember that i don't think i owned it but i either rented it or someone i knew had it and i'd play it with them and i yeah that's a that's a cool memory because it just kind of jogged my memory on that like oh yeah that's what i was starting to kind of 
come back to me. But that was, yeah, PlayStation 1. That sounds about right. So good pick on those. And there's so many baseball games for me that I played uh, growing up. That, that That's a great pick. Um, the next pick I for me of a memory, um, this is actually not like a home system. I thought I'd mix it up a little bit. It was actually an arcade. We moved to uh, Columbus. My father went to college. He had this uh, guy he knew that actually owned an arcade. Oh, so nice. he said, hey, you have to come by sometime and check this arcade out, you know. So we went and I still have this memory in my in my head. So we went to he was like in the back room and he came out. They got him and, and he was like, oh, wait, just a minute. And then he came back with this bag full of coins and he just <laughs> handed them to my dad. And he was just nice. like, here you go. And my and my dad just looked like, what? And he's like, yeah, have fun. Yeah, here, here you go. He just went to college with him. It wasn't, you know, like, hey, you're a real close friend of mine. He was just really cool that, I mean, it was, it could have lasted us probably a week, the amount of coins he gave us. It was so crazy. But we <laughs> played, I remember there was the uh, Simpsons arcade game. There was oh yeah, uh, a bunch of racing games like the NASCAR that one's kind of notorious in a lot of arcades, but yeah, we just had a, a blast and it was all free. You know, it was, un, it was like unlimited play. Just, Oh, nice. Have at it. It, it was, a, <laughs> so I, I, again, I can't remember all the games that were there, but just that was a fun experience of seeing this owner come out with this huge bag. I mean, it was bigger than like your typical grocery bag. I'm talking like, I don't know how many gallons big, just full of coins. So it was a really cool memory though. Nice. Uh, another one I have is uh, I actually bought uh, this system used. Uh, most of the games I've or game systems I've ever had, I always tend to buy them secondhand from people. <laughs> so I have yeah. a I have a theme going on. So uh, it was the Nintendo GameCube. Going back to Nintendo, uh, bought from a family friend for like forty dollars at the time, which was mm. a good deal. One of my all time favorite Mario games, Super Mario Sunshine. And I remember playing it, listening to the band Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, for those who are familiar <laughs> with that band. I, I don't weird, think weird I combination. Would have, I was just about to say, <laughs> just about to say, I would not have thought of those two combinations because the soundtrack for uh, Mario Sunshine is so happy and beachy. And <laughs> yes, it's like more of a punk feel with Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Yeah. So. Hey, if you're into that, I guess, but that's a different take. <laughs> yeah, another memory. I can go back to what you were talking about with the kiosk, uh, the display demo. It was actually in a Walmart. We didn't go into Walmart that much back in the 90s. It wasn't as big as it is now. And even now, I don't really go to Walmart. But I do remember those kiosks specifically had uh, Mario 64. My yeah. early memories of that game is it was always like a line because at that time it there was one or two other systems that had 3D. There was like the Sega Saturn and Atari had Jaguar, but mm -hmm. that was a Nintendo 3D system. So it was a big deal. And I really wanted to play it, but it was there was always a line and I would be there with my parents. So we just didn't have the time to wait in line for a 
tempo of a game you could maybe play a minute or two of but that's what i think of whenever i think of mario 64 is that demo just seeing mario in 3d for the first time it was just oh yeah as a kid it was mind-blowing to see that yeah that's huge uh that's still one of my favorite games too <laughs> yeah yeah so, so you were saying earlier you have a memory of you being sick playing video games that's funny because i also have a memory of me being sick my parents <laughs> we went to blockbuster long r.i.p blockbuster <laughs> uh, um so i rem- remember renting it was like seven dollars for a week uh it was actually for playstation um rogue squadron it's a star wars game you basically just fly around in the okay. desert it's simple but i have a core memory of just being sick i think i had pink eye or something <laughs> uh maybe i i don't remember but uh yeah just playing that game interesting you said it was for playstation i think it was yeah i think it was playstation at the time because i think that was the only either playstation or i'm gonna have to think about this i'm pretty sure it was playstation i think it was nintendo 64 because it was an exclusive here's me was it yeah i didn't have a nintendo 64 yet so ah i don't remember i thought it was playstation there's been so many star wars games too yeah it wasn't if it wasn't that specific one, it might have been a, a similar one, but uh could be. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to relook it up. Yeah, I was gonna say something to look up, but I thought it was uh in sixty four because you said you owned a PlayStation. I'm trying to remember which ones were on there, but what I remember on PlayStation was when uh episode one came out, that game for was on uh PlayStation One. You could play as uh I think it was mostly Obi Wan and it was like a bird's eye view. Uh, that's another okay. that's another i didn't uh own it or anything i remember someone having it and being at their house and uh going over and seeing that yeah i think of a another memory is uh to go with you had mentioned in gamecube that that was one that also we went to toys r us and got actually on display they had like this almost cage looking uh container that all the gamecubes were in it was a little different setup than when we got the Super Nintendo, but I still remember that being in line for it and kept thinking, oh, I hope there's, there's still enough because there was a long line for it. It was like release day. That was, I think, the only time we ever went the day at a game system came out. Normally, we would wait maybe a year or two afterward, but that was the first time. So that's something that kind of sticks with me, getting that again experience. It seems like I almost had as much fun just getting a system or the game more than playing <laughs> it. But, but you know, there's lots of memories playing it. That's just the what I think back on fondly, though, is experience of actually getting it. And back then, you didn't have a cell phone to, you know, get all the newest news on it. So you were anxious to get it. And you would read the the box. You had a booklet inside. You know, you'd read that on the drive home. It wasn't so much, okay, I know about this and get it like you do today. It was it was a different experience, I guess, back then. Uh, overall. Oh, yeah. So the, the build-up. <laughs> yeah. The anticipation. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's just not the same, I feel like, today. But, you know, that's just how things go. They, they change over time. But All right. Well, is there maybe one more quick one you have, Ben, that you can think of, you can mention? Yeah, so uh, going on to the PlayStation 2, part i ended up buying a playstation from a yard sale down the street for like 55 bucks again another product (laughs) 
So um, I got a bunch, but my standout has to be probably my favorite game out of the PlayStation 2. It's a lesser known game. It was called MX Superfly. It's a motocross game. Okay, yeah. And uh, there's like a level where you uh, go through and you have to hit, uh, go up on this like ramp or some somehow I forget exactly how it is, but you get up and there's like a spaceship and there's an alien and then you can unlock this uh, motocross rider alien and go around. But my biggest thing is I remember uh, the soundtrack was by my favorite band at the time, Hoobastank. So that was an <laughs> awesome soundtrack. But yeah, uh, yeah great, great uh, video game. Cool. Yeah, that that's what also kind of made a video game sometimes. It it would display like the a band. It, it was a hot com- you know way to get a people to go out and buy it. So I'm sure that would kind of helped you make that decision too when you were going to buy or get it. One last one I can think of. Again, you mentioned there's tons. We're just going to mention a few, but PlayStation, I remember we actually traded our Nintendo 64 in for that one. And I was able to get a bunch of games with it. And it was the first system that we got that wasn't Nintendo, actually, because up to that point, it was all Nintendo. But I remember just kind of being blown away of, oh, there's CDs. You know, there's cartridge up to that point. Mm -hmm. And I recall that opening for the playstation so that's kind of my gaming memory turning that on that startup music it's it's famous now people (laughs) use that as like a nostalgia this'll you know remind you of being a kid again i I was there because that boot up sound was just so different and now it's just like a almost like a ringtone to your life a little bit when you think back on those (laughs) those days of playing and everything so well, we could go on and on. There's so many gaming memories, so many year over the years, uh, games we've played, but this is a great start. This might be a topic we revisit at some point because there's just oh, yeah. so much we can do when we try to mention. And for all you listeners out there, be sure to write us in, leave us a voicemail about your gaming memories. We'll be able to give you a shout out on that. Uh, before we go into our last topic, we're actually going to have a new segment. We're going to give some of our listeners a shout out. So we're going to go into our fan mail. Fan mail! So first, we have a voicemail we want to make sure we play. Let's go ahead and play that. This is Seth, longtime listener, first-time caller. The first Super Bowl commercial I thought of was the one where a guy is bragging about his phone. It can do this, it can do that. The other guy says, well, my phone has a built-in security system and chucks the phone at him. The other was the VW commercial where the boy was dressed as Darth Vader and thinks he uses the force to start the car. Thanks. Love the show. Well, thank you very much, Seth, for calling in. Those were great picks. I don't remember the first uh, Super Bowl spot that you mentioned, but I do remember the Volkswagen with the Star Wars Darth Vader. That's that's a really good one. And I'm surprised that we didn't mention that one, actually. That was a good one. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I kind of remember the security phone uh, episode, him throwing the phone at <laughs> the other guy. Uh, but yeah, definitely the Star Wars kid one's really funny. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's that's a, a one I I've seen lists of you know best Super Bowl commercials. That's normally in the top ten. That's that's one of the more well done Super Bowl commercials. So shame on us for not mentioning it. But thank you for 
calling in again. We appreciate it. We want to make sure to give you a shout out for that. So Ben actually has some comments too. Why don't you go ahead and read those that we have as well? All right. So this is from Cooper Parker. Uh, he says, this might be a wild hot take, but I think the Doritos puppy monkey baby deserved at least an honorable mention. That one was wild. I kind of remember that. I kind of do. Yeah. You know, there's the E-Trade uh, baby. That that one, I think, wasn't it in this year? They had that, like they were playing pickleball. I think so, if I remember. Yeah. When I think of baby, I think of that one, but I'm not remembering the... Uh, monkey baby monkey baby and uh doritos and doritos okay i kind of i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it but yeah it sounds familiar okay yeah well you just gave us a great one to look up i like going back and seeing anything that we missed so thank you for that cooper uh, make make sure to give you a proper shout out for that and we'll we'll do our homework better next time and we got one more from kent he said, you talked a lot about Budweiser's, but you didn't men mention the Clydesdales. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They never impressed me. Hot take, if you want to call it that. I know that they have that uh, special with them, and, and they're not bad, I guess. But I guess I enjoy the funny side of them. Those are the more drama, you know, serious and touching, moving. I think there's the one year was like the little dog. They go up yeah. to it and they put their nose to it. It's it's like it's a cute and touching commercial, but I guess me personally, I go for more of the funny stuff. <laughs> That's just me though. <laughs> I thought that I kind of remember. I thought there was one where it was like Clydesdales, and then the, there was a zebra as the referee, and then uh, maybe that's a separate commercial. But they're like all kind of playing football. Maybe yeah. I'm gonna have to go go back and rewatch that one. It kind of yeah. came to mind. Yeah, that one was pretty good. When you mentioned that, it, I remember that one was pretty good. I again, I don't bash them; they're they're <laughs> solid commercials. But I guess it's just not my one. I would have thought to mention maybe on there. Maybe we'll give a but more proper shout out to those types of uh, commercials if we ever do a part two. We'll keep yeah, that thank, one in mind. Yeah, thank you, Kent, for that comment. Yeah, that that's great. We appreciate all of our listeners, and again. Be, be sure to, if we miss stuff, whatever the topic is, or if it's off topic, if you have any questions, definitely be sure to write us in or leave us a voicemail. We'll be sure to give you a proper shout out. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and wrap things up by going into our last segment. Last Drop. Brought to you by Coffee. Take it away, Ben. A flight from Amsterdam to Detroit was quickly turned around when maggots started to fall out on a female passenger. The flight crew on board found an improperly packed carry-on bag that contained a rotten fish wrapped in newspaper. One man said they found, a, they found out there was a rotten fish in there. I did see everyone's reaction to the bag being opened, which was just an immediate pinching of the nose. The flight, attend the flight was less than an hour into its nine-hour flight. So just remember, kids, most flights can make you fish sticks, so no reason to bring on your own fish. That's what I have. Yeah, that just sounds awful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nine-hour flight, and that was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, at least it wasn't halfway through, and they had a, you know, four hours, one way, four hours back. Oh, goodness. That's... 
I feel for those people, but uh, thank you, Ben. That's you're welcome. Good to know that something you can maybe prepare for, maybe bring uh, one of those uh, clothes pinchers for your nose, just in case that happens to you if you go on a flight. So, well, good to know. But before we wrap things up, let's make sure we do our due diligence. So, Ben, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us at? So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, search Mustaches and Coffee. We're also on Twitter at Stash, S-T-A-S-H-E and Joe. Uh, you can email us, mustachesandcoffee at yahoo.com. Uh, we're also now on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our iHeartRadio. Great. Well, thank you, Ben. And as a reminder, if you got us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, please give us a five-star rating if you can. We appreciate it. That will help us be found by more people. We can continue to grow. We are looking at some different ideas on prizes, different contests we could possibly do. So that'll just help it all the more so. Again, we appreciate all of you. We appreciate uh, ones that wrote in. And again, feel free to drop us a line, leave us a voicemail, all of that. We encourage it, and we thank you again for all of that. So, as we always say, don't bash the stash. I need espresso for the depresso. Bye, everybody. <laughs>